How how are we this week? Hacked off, Ross. A bit hacked off, mate. Hacked off? Uh, coronation weekend ruined. For fuck's sake. <laughs> why 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 do you why do you have to mention the coronation weekend? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Hearts Review with me, Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Joining us this week is Matty to talk about the defeat to Celtic. We chat a little bit about referees, how Scottish football markets itself, and preview St Mirren on Saturday. Hacked off, Gordon. Hacked off. way to be to describe that game. I think I think you and um, eighteen thousand others were hacked off. No. Yeah, yeah, and and hundreds of thousands around the world. Uh, No doubt about it. Uh, A really sad day because I think probably on par with Zouk performance that first half. Um, if not, maybe slightly better, because in the fact Celtic are a better team. Um, but I thought we were excellent. I really did. I thought we absolutely battered them in that first, uh, certainly half hour. Had some really, really good chances. I thought the tempo was right. Uh, the way we started the game was exactly how you need to start the game in these in these big, big matches, especially against good teams. Use Tyne Castle to your advantage. Um, have every player playing and wanting to go forward and trying to win the game not sitting back and passing the ball side to side. It, it really was refreshing to see and um, I think had we had a little bit more composure in front of goal, maybe a little bit of luck, uh, we would have seen us um, probably go 1-0, 1-0 in front hopefully. But look, I think the, clearly the decision uh, to send Cochrane off changed the game. Um, for me, it's a disgrace. I really do. Uh, I I've heard people say, well, you know, by the laws of the game, it was a correct decision. It's not a correct decision because it's not a clear and obvious goal-scoring opportunity, in my opinion. Maeda does not have control of the football. He's got a lot of work to do there. Yeah, there's two players running in, right? I get that. But he's still not in control of the ball. He's not playing that pass first time straight across them because he's got to control the ball. And by that, there's two centre-halves about to get back as well. So the direction of the ball's going as well. It's going away from goal, if anything, which means that he would have to take himself away from goal, so he's not getting a direct shot, even if he does control the ball. So, for me, it's complete, utter nonsense. And it's all very good, you know, pausing it and looking at a frame. It's just, it's incompetence. And it's just, it's... I mean, how often can we can we talk about... I think VAR's a good thing. I know a lot of people have a, have a pop about it. But it's the people who are control. Willie Colm is a disgrace of a referee. Always has been. He's useless absolutely useless you should not be involved in kind of the 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 big big games because he's proven time and time again he's just not good enough um he's made more than enough high profile decisions and you can't even blame it now from being on the field and maybe you know being in the wrong uh the the wrong position and not being able to see it properly or, or whatever but he's sitting in in a controlled var room and he's got about three screens to look at People so are there's still talking about exactly. Yeah. So what 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 do you say about that? For me, it's a disgrace. You know, Nick Walsh. I, I thought because it was a clumsy challenge. It it was. They're not pure refereeing. Shouldn't Nick Walsh not say I've made the decision? He should, but at the same time, it, yeah. But at the same time, you know, they've that's not going to happen because any time that they're called over to look towards VAR, um, they're trusting that the t- the technology. Really, it's only a, they're only going over there to, to tick a box to have a look at. I mean, does he even really look at it anyway? I mean, he's basically going over. He can clearly see. I know that. he can, but you've got to remember he, they only see the stills that, that the VAR room show them. So he obviously no, no. But I mean, I mean, physically when he's on the pitch, he can see 
the players running in. Like, he, no, I, I, I know you can, but, but no, but what he's really been given a still though yeah. of that 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 Maeda basically with the ball getting tackled and the two Celtic players running in. So automatically that's been paused and that'll manipulate his brain into thinking that oh well actually it, it clearly was a, a a last man challenge there, so he's got to go for that. Um, because he's trusting his referee in the VER control room to to give him a true and accurate picture of what actually happened. That's clearly not the case, particularly when you look at it in real time. So they're only seeing a, a, a brief description of what actually happened. And I thought he got the decision right the first time. Um, if anything, the linesman had a very good clear view of it as well. And, and you know, if he had thought maybe it was a red card or whatever, then... Then fine, but 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 yeah, they, but they didn't them, exactly. So on 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 the park, absolutely, that should not have been. It was not a clear and obvious error. It should not have been brought back there. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just think it's a disgrace because it it ruined the game. And and you wonder why people you know laugh laugh at our game. Um, Hearts, I think, would have went on and won the game. I'm confident Hearts would have won that match. I really did. I thought they were playing some really good football. I think the goal would have came eventually. I thought Celtic, although they've got so many good players and they can turn it on within seconds, even when Hearts went into 10 men, I just thought they were void of ideas. And I just think that their their two goals really came from the fact that they were able to commit an extra man forward. Eventually, in that second half, had a front four. You're, you're always going to score with a front fucking four. I mean, I think Hearts just unfortunately just ran out of steam a little bit. And, um, you know, defensively, obviously, all season we've we've kind of conceded goals. But I, I genuinely believe if Hearts had the lead there, it would have been a totally different game. You know, the onus would have been on Celtic um, to, to try and have a go. And, and they w- I think they would have got a little bit desperate because, obviously, they were trying to, to win the title. Um, and I think that, that actually probably would have played into Hearts' hands, if anything. But... Um, I suppose we'll never know, but I just it, it's disappointing because, as I said, the performance was really good. I thought we were well in control of the game. It was exactly what you want to see. The fans were really up for it. I thought the atmosphere was great at Tyne Castle, um, and then you go and see a fucking decision like that, and and it just it sucks all the momentum out of the team, and um, it's a shame because it is the players. I, I feel sorry for it's Nazy as well. I feel sorry for because um, for the first time this season against the old firm. We've tried to win the game, and uh, unfortunately, we've just not got our luck. Matty, what did you think of the decision? I mean, I've watched it back a couple of times now, and I mean, I, I do, I do agree with Gordon. I, my first sort of initial instinct at the game, I, I'm the opposite side of the ground for you two. I, I kind of thought that maybe there was there was questions there when they brought it back to VAR. I kind of, I mean, everyone expected the red once it went to VAR because that's just how VAR works. But looking at looking back at it now, it's quite clear to me that. You've got to take your hat off to Nick Walsh. I think he made the correct decision in the moment, and that's been well ruined by a man with well-known leanings in the VAR room. That's that's came in o- over the tannoy and in his ear and basically just went, "No, that's wrong." And at that point, I mean, the referee, the referee's always going to rely on that. I think if you're a referee and their VAR's been brought in for a reason, you are going to take from the man that you know's got multiple angles of this. If he comes in your ear and he goes that's the last man it should be a red card then you're gonna you're gonna go over and you're gonna stick to that decision and we all know what Willie Collin is everybody knows what he is everyone knows that he constantly screws our football club over got a history of it um it's got a, a list as long as my arm I could go on and on and on about Willie Collum and all the decisions that that man has made that aren't just um that aren't just incompetent I don't believe it's just incompetence when it comes down to that man. And he's got plenty of incompetence. He's a hopeless referee. 
I've got no time for him at all. That's it. I mean, you, you do, as I said, there's nowhere to hide now, I think, for referees. Um, listen, when it's against Celtic and Rangers, you're always going to have, you know, the uh, the the old uh, media, you know, backing up the decision. There's never going to be the, the outcry. But when you actually look on Twitter and things like that, and you see Chris Sutton even saying, I mean, I think in the studio as well, I think Petrov was in there. I'm sure they even said it was never a red card. Anybody who has played the game at any level will tell you that is not a red card. It is a disgrace of a decision. Um... And to bring it back, I mean, as, as Matty says, you know, listen, I'm no fan of Nick Walsh. I've heavily criticised him this season. I think he's had some terrible games um, in charge of Hearts games. But he got that decision right because it was a clumsy uh, uh, challenge from um, uh, Cochrane. I thought he just, he looked, you know, it was the first time, if anything, that, that he actually got caught in, uh, in behind. And, um, you know, we kind of paid the price for it in the end, unfortunately, because it did... Um, it did cost us, but look, I, I just think that that you need all the help in the world when when you play against Celtic and uh, the amount of decisions that they've got over the years against us. Um, what chance have you got, really? Isn't that the point, though, Matty? You know, everything's got to go right if you're going to beat Celtic. I mean, aye, that is true. I mean, they have got such a financial advantage over the rest of us that you do need to have everything go for us, but... I feel like everything was going for us. Uh, I think we, we earned our luck a little bit. Um, we were playing really well. We had a few moments. I mean, that one that fell to rolls at the end of the box, I thought that was in. I was just a bit off my seat at that. We had, there was a couple of other occasions, but the general sort of tide of the match, we were we were a threat. I felt like we were a bigger threat than Celtic. I wasn't actually worried at any point throughout that first half that Celtic were going to get a goal. Now, obviously, they've always got that ability to go and get a goal out of nothing. You can never rule that out with a Celtic team, but... And the overall play of the match for that first, well, at least 35 minutes anyway, we were the best team. Um, and then, unfortunately, it comes down to one VAR decision has quite frankly cost our football club potentially £5 million. Well, that, 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 that is absolutely the big thing here. You know, g- given how important this game was um, to us, Celtic are going to win the league. You know, it, it's just, it, it's, it really is a disgrace. That, that could decide Europe. Like, us missing out, because I think we're getting three points from that game. I mean, there's a lot of F-butts and maybes there, right? But I fancied us to win that game. So that, but that even a point, team. even a point, Matty, isn't it? But I, I just didn't see Hearts losing the game uh, with, with 11 men on the park. I just think that the way the game was going, the way the tempo was, the way the crowd was, I just think that Hearts keep 11 men on the park. I think they definitely do get a result. Um, I fancied a draw before the game, and I think it, it, may have, it may have ended up a draw, to be honest. But... You know, when when you're playing against ten men against a good good team like Celtic, they're eventually. I mean, look at what they've done to St. Mirren when they Aye, went. St. Mirren to, played well that day. Yeah, as well. St. St. Mirren played really well, and then they went down to ten men just before half time. They got scudded five 0 in the second half, um, and that was a game where I think St. Mirren were the better team as well. Um, it's you know you you need all the, as I said you you need a little bit of luck when you play Celtic going down to ten men for a, a red card that that in my opinion never was. You've got no chance. You you really you really don't. I mean, we want to try and cut it. I mean, because surely Hearts beating Celtic is good for the league. It's it's just disappointing because I was really enjoying watching the game up until you know that fortieth minute. It did ruin um, a good spectacle. It did it? because you know the minute to wait. I mean, listen, the games have been over three minutes in every time we've played against the old firm this season. And um, I, I did I, I did start celebrating when we got about five minutes in. I think I turned to you. And I know, yeah, I was stunned. But then again, you know, I the dark days are over. I was, I was sitting with Calvin, and it was about fifteen minutes into the game, 
and he turned around and he was like, we're usually talking about going home by now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's absolutely right. Yeah. But I mean, actually, I mean, obviously on, on to the actual performance because I just thought yeah. that in terms of the players, uh, certainly the first, obviously, uh, f- 40 minutes in particular, uh, well, the first half, I'll, I'll put it down to the first half in fact, because I just thought the intensity that they set was really good. I thought the midfield... It's funny because you've seen you probably seen the best and worst of Cammy Devlin. I thought going for um, sorry, I thought his his ball winning back was was tremendous. I mean, it really was. I mean, his tackling was excellent. His positional play was really good, but his passing was shite. Yeah, I mean, he did lose the ball quite gave a bit. the ball yeah. away quite yeah. a few times. Um, Peter Haddon was Peter Haddon. Credit to Oda, by the way. I thought he looked really really good in that first half. His pace again causing Celtic problems. Uh, I thought it was really electric. Very unlucky to come off, in fact, you know, to, if anything, you know, um, given the the way the game kind of went in the second half, you would have probably preferred Oda maybe with his pace to have yeah. been on there. But I think it's just maybe his final product was maybe why they, they decided, and maybe because his age as well, is maybe why they decided to take him off um, rather than, than maybe a Mackay or, or a Ginelli. But um, I, as I said, I, I just thought that, that overall... Our football was very good. Uh, James Hill at right back as well. I thought I had a good game. Credit to him. I thought he stood up to the kind of the challenge of Maeda. I mean, they even had to swap Maeda to to the other side as as the second half went on because he was having no luck up against uh, against Hill. Um, and then obviously you know he gets in behind Cochrane and and that kind of changes the game. So um, I think that's maybe testament to just how Hill, good Hill was playing. And you know we've obviously criticised him a little bit, but. Um, and to be honest with you, I thought Sibic and, and Rolls, I thought they were as solid as they come because, they, they, you know, they, they weren't really, I don't think they were, they, they looked out of place or, or looked in danger or, you know, looked nervous at any point. I thought they were as comfortable a game as they're going to be against Celtic. And It, it, um, it is funny, though, when a manager sets a team up properly. It does, yeah. Look, when, when you play players in positions and you, you, you set them up, positively i think more than anything then you've got a chance you've always got a chance at Tyne castle i believe and and that's what you want to see from from hearts teams um in the years coming uh, whether it's under naismith or 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 any manager it's that that's the difference you know it's, it's someone who's positive who believes in his own players believes in his team and and tries to to set them up to win and um look sometimes things are going against you sometimes you'll lose nobody's stupid enough to think that we're going to win every game but you expect us to be competitive, and and credit to the players. Even at two nil, uh, I still thought they were they they, they were competitive, and and they tried a leg. But they're playing against a top side. I mean, Celtic are a top side. You know, let's not pretend otherwise. They're going to win the treble, um, and I thought you know they'll not get very many tougher games than than they certainly would have done um, had we 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 kept eleven men on the park. And I think Postecoglou alluded to that as well. So. Um, look, th- that squad of players is the third best in the league. It's a travesty what's happened, but look, it could it could turn this weekend again. But I, I think we've j- you know if they approach every game, the final four games, the way they started that game against Celtic, I think they 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 they've got a decent chance. It was a good attitude shift for the guys as well. A massive improvement in that in that front to go in as you said to start on the front foot to be so positive for the first for the first half was incredible it was great to see i mean there was always the concern that yeah we'd done it against ross county but how are we going to go and how are we going to set up against Celtic? and i thought for me i mean to basically go unchanged i mean i know he changed the right back right 
but that that was forced upon by injury more than anything else. To go unchanged, to play the same way we played with two men up front, Ginelli properly as a nine, Yadoda and Mackay either side. I mean, to set up like that, to, I mean, we never we never suicide pressed. You know, we were really intelligent with how we pressed. We pressed them early, but we never overcommitted. It was it was a really really impressive sort of tactical display for Hearts as well. I thought the way we set up was really really impressive against them we didn't let them get out we put them under pressure at the right times we never just aimlessly chased bodies we put them under pressure at the right time you could see there were sort of preset triggers in there we let the ball go out to the full backs because they were more more weaker you could see there was one pressed one side primarily their right i can't remember who was playing there but their right center back got pressed more than the left you could see everything like that i watched the way that shanklin would fall in back into midfield whether it be Ginelli that had went or if it was Mackay that had went the other side he was dropping in he was pressing intelligently onto men McGregor usually when he dropped back off midfield it was it was a really encouraging performance for me not just in attitude not just in performance but in the way we were set up as a team we don't do that under the previous regime we just don't set up that way it's not it wasn't in the mindset it's not been the mindset of any hearts manager that I can remember apart from possibly Stendhal who was here about 30 seconds but I've not seen a Hearts team set up like that for years absolutely years I mean you're probably going back to maybe Jeffries for Jeffries, yeah Jeffries with that kind of positive attitude maybe occasionally we've done it with Sergio but it, it was just so taking refreshing. 06 out because obviously you know 05 Aye. 06 that wasn't a really normal Hearts take, was take, it, take that out of things exactly but the pace and that it's reminiscent of that kind of side we look like a team that can do that, when we, we'd we done it in 05, so she'd go out, the game would be over inside 20 minutes. We used to do it under Jefferies back in the in the late 90s when we ended up winning the cup as well. We'd go out with steamroll teams and the game would be over and you'd be laughing. And, the, and this is better, a better Celtic team. I mean, the gap's a lot bigger as well. I think that's what people need to forget. Oh, definitely. Here, you know. They're an excellent Sit, side. Sit Celtic and Rangers back then, you know. If you, do, if you do that, you play like that in European games, you pick up wins. Oh, like, 100%, mate. 100%. Against any of them. Yeah. Against any of the teams I think a Tin Castle under the lights, you know, if we... We played against Istanbul or Fiorentina with that type of intensity and, and that sort of discipline um, that, that that we showed in that kind of first half. Then, you know, you've got a good chance of, of picking up results, absolutely. Because I think at, at home, we've we're, you you look at the way they were set up that front three, um, particularly you know when you look at Mackay, Oda, and Junelli. I mean, that's bags of pace. I mean, maybe apart from Celtic. Possibly Rangers, depending on who they they, they 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 sort of play. There's no many teams that have got more pace in than what that that Hearts kind of forward line do. And then when you've got someone like Shankland who who can give you the goals that he can, then it's a good forward line. And and um, I think Hearts. It'll be interesting to see how we do. I think we'll have a good summer regardless of of um, whether we get into Europe or not. I think it'll be interesting to see how we. If it is the qualifiers, how we we approach these games, because that's how we will have to play in them, um, home and away, uh, they'll they'll be key. Um, but it's it's a good addition for Nazi, and I think if he can get four wins in a row, then I would expect him to get the job on the back of that. Um, I think the certainly the the performance um, done him no harm. I thought from Saturday from Sunday there, um, and if he was to go and get four wins in a row now, including a derby win and a win at Ibrox, then. Um, I don't see you can't really give him the job on the back of that. You're not asking for much. Uh, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's unrealistic. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think um, you look at each game in isolation. Hearts go to St Mirren, won there last season twice. Um, 
obviously drew there already this season without really playing well. I know they've got a good home record, but I think Hearts, uh, with the confidence that they can take from the, the previous two performances in particular, um, they can go there and try and win the game. I would expect them to do that. Uh, and then you hope that, that maybe Hibs and Aberdeen can draw, or Aberdeen at the very least to drop points. Not that I ever want Hibs to win, but if there was a game where you, know, you might want them to do us a wee favour here, it could. I know they're right up our arse, but they'll eventually shite it anyway. Um, so I'm not worried about them, but especially the fact that they, they have Celtic and Rangers at Easter Road, um, games that they notoriously just don't... but they just won't do well in, in those games, I don't think. But um, And then... You know, you've got that Aberdeen game that, that sets it up nicely, and then I think Ibrox, you know, Rangers season's finished. It is. I think their cup final is this weekend against Celtic. Um, that's how they'll be wanting to finish the, the the season after that. I think Beal after that experiments. I really do. I think you you look at the the. I mean, Kent's now looks like his time's finished. Morelos, I think his time's finished. Guys who love a goal against us are gone now. Um, I think that Rangers team will be pretty experimental and I, I just don't think there'll be much for them to really celebrate. Um, and it's a good opportunity for a confident Hearts team set up properly to go to Ibrox and get and get a, a, a result. And um, you look at the chances that Aberdeen missed at the weekend there. Rangers were never going to lose three games in a row. Um, so that I think they were determined to, to, to win that game. I just think when we go to Ibrox in a couple of weeks' time, it might be a different mentality from Rangers. I just don't think they might be that arsed. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really don't. Um, I suppose a positive as well is we've got a team that we, is we, buying into what... Exactly, but we've, we've got something to play for, they don't, and I think that can absolutely um, change change things around for you. Oh, Wednesday. Like, I think that plays yeah, into it massively it as well. It does, because, yeah. Because their season is over, right? They're no happy at Ibrox, right? They really know. And I don't... They're, they're, they're no selling... Like, they'll, they'll sell it out, but they're not all showing up. Like, it's not going to be a big carnival. No, it's not going to be carnival. Fifty thousand people fucking growling at you like it usually is whenever you go. It'll probably there. be quite quiet and subdued. It'll be, it'll be subdued. There'll be there'll be empty seats. It'll be fucking cold and minging and miserable. And it that's like it's perfect. It's it's perfect for a team. If you if you go out there, if we score first at Ibrox, they are done because they're going to be spitting. I think it's furious. set up. I, I think it's generally if Hearts go there with the right game plan play as well as they possibly can. I think they've got a really good chance of getting a result that night. I really do. Particularly if... Um, it's got police escort back to the subway right and all over it. <laughs> yeah. I think... Uh, I'd, I'd, yeah, I, I, I just... Yeah, I, I do. I think there's something in the air that night for Hearts. But the the, the big one, as Nasey says, you know, if Hearts go into that on the back of six points, um, I, I, I would I would really fancy them to go there and get a result against Rangers. And, and then, obviously, the derby takes care of itself in the last day. You know, if we are in the mix going into the Hibs game on that final day of the season with an opportunity of getting Europe, then I, I would expect us to do it. I really Where's do. Where's that stand for you? Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that game and if we can get into a position where if we can beat Hibs to... I mean, I know we kind of sort of similarly had it last season with the, with the semi-final, where mm. it was like, if we can beat Hibs, we've pretty much nailed, our, nailed ourselves with European... Look, it'll be state. the biggest derby at Tynecastle in... Christ knows how long, certainly in the league anyway, because of what it would represent and, and the money that it represents. It is almost a cup final in itself, and um, particularly if Hibs are still somehow in the mix as well. So you this know. is what I mean, it could, uh, but it could I, be a, a three-way could, race for uh, third. Listen, if Hibs go and win at the weekend, it absolutely Hibs, could Hibs, do. Hibs are done. No, I, I, I think so. I, I don't think... I, I, I think Hibs there... I mean, look, they, I think they could go and get a draw at, at Betaudry at the weekend. I would be surprised if they won. 
Um, not because Aberdeen, I think, are, are any good. I just think that... I just think Aberdeen are due to lose a game against a, a team outside the old firm, though. So, yeah, and, and, and you you look at that, you know, the, them losing there at the weekend there against Rangers, obviously, a team they just beat, uh, who were on the back of two defeats in a row, that the chances that they missed, I think, Aberdeen going forward are a dangerous side, absolutely, but they were determined not to lose. They wanted to get one over in Aberdeen because they had obviously lost up there a few weeks ago, so... Um, I think that's why you've seen that determination from Rangers to try and win the game. I think, I mean, look, I, I've never seen the game, obviously, we're at Tynecastle, but talking to, to some people who were at the match, they said that Aberdeen effectively came in, there was 11 men behind the ball, and they just tried to spring a few counters. I think that's maybe what they'll try and do to us at Tynecastle. They will. And, um, that's the thing, if, if they need to pick up a point. Oh, they'll absolutely come for a draw. Yeah, I think a like, draw would be a great result do. for them. I mean, and effectively, I think anything they take at Tynecastle almost kills it really um but i mean look i think hearts just need to concentrate on themselves you know they've got a big opportunity now i think for me it is four winnable games it's four tough games of course it is um but i think the way hearts approach it no fear um i think that has to be has to be the goal now i think these players can show that they are the third best in the country um start by doing that this weekend against st mirren um go in there with a you know a sold out away end again go and take three points and, and suddenly, you know, we could have good news from Pataudry and the momentum suddenly just swings your way and I think we've seen that quite a lot this season. It's all been about momentum. Hearts got that momentum after the World Cup break there and they went on that run. Aberdeen suddenly, you know, they lost those two games against Celtic and Rangers after being in a good position themselves and then suddenly they, their heads went down. They lost a number of games in a row. Hibs have went through sim similar kind of stages uh, as well. Um... They might be going through a wee bit of momentum themselves just now. I mean, they've obviously had a, a few positive results. I think Hearts, it can it can turn for Hearts again. And I'll put a finer point on it. We have to win on on Saturday. Oh, Christ, that. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, put yeah. it this way, Hibs are right up our arses, yeah. right? We lose that game. We yeah. lose that game and we could be staring at fifth I, or sixth. I must confess, Ross, I, I think that third's a be-all and end-all. I don't really give a shit if they finish fourth or fifth. For me, it would be a failure after that. I'd... I'd I mean, I care because of who would be above us. I know, but but in the grand scheme of things, does it matter? I don't think it does. You know, oh, it absolutely does. Yeah. It absolutely does matter. N not mean, not in the not in the not in comparison to finishing third. I'm deluded, right? I think we're going to win like qualifying matches and get ourselves into the group stage anyway, because that'll be the attitude I'm going into it with. Unless we get some like ridiculous tie against, a clearly not going to win it. If we get some like Belgian mob, right? I'm fancying us. I'm saying we go in there and we need to give it a go, like. I think it matters. I think every round matters. I think every position matters. I, think I get that, but what what, what uh, the point I'm trying to make is that in terms of losing out third, that pain for me and the disappointment of that, it would just get to the stage where I would just be numb to the fact that we finish fifth or rather than but fourth. But we can't have Hibs I, finish ahead. I know, but, season, it just, but in season, what I'm on. saying is comparison to not finishing third, yeah. I just wouldn't give a shit. Because but for me, that is still the be-all and end-all, regardless of us being five points behind at the moment. Third, for me, is the holy grail. And not getting that, it, it's just irrelevant after that. Because it is, for me, the, the third was the be-all and end-all. And, and I just think that to lose out on that money, um, to lose out on what it represents, lose out on the, the ability to, again, leapfrog your rivals even further... Um, yeah, it just it's it's disappointing, particularly the the kind of position we're in and the players that we have and and the way that we've chucked it and um is is really disappointing. I mean, it really is. And um, 
So if it got to the stage where, you know, the wee team finished above us by getting themselves fourth and we finished fifth, I just, it wouldn't, it, you know, I'd be raging absolutely, but yeah. but in comparison to losing out on third, I just, for me, it's, yeah, it, it's disappointing. But look, it's still manageable. I think it's still, it can still turn around. I generally believe that. I think this weekend will be a telling one. Look, if Aberdeen go and win um, against Hibs, then obviously uh, it makes things a lot tougher. But again, it's not mission impossible. If we take care of our job, if we go there and, and beat... Because, I mean, look at the goal difference as well. We've we've still got that, that kind of um, gap there. Um, uh, com- comparison to, to ours and Aberdeen's, I think they're possibly minus one. I think we're plus five. You know, if you're going to the last day of the season and say it's two points, uh, they lose at Parkhead, we beat Hibs, that's enough. So, you know, it's not it's not the end of the world, I think, if, if you know, the, it still remains five points this weekend, ultimately, if Hearts go in and, and take care of their, win all their games, they'll they'll finish third. Um, so... It's four cup finals, effectively. You know, it is. Have to win uh, it, we have to is. win them all, it's not... Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. They, they, Hearts have got to win them both, and I think if they go into the game... Um, the 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 similar because I mean let's, when when you looked at the fixtures coming out you thought right sell oh, we were almost saying you know let's just give a Celtic away because it's almost a write off that's faithful what we were saying but we've came out of that game with a little bit of credibility now uh, the performance has almost been encouraging we got them out of the way first you know that that was the first game we've got them out of the way now Aberdeen still need to go to Parkhead on on title lift day a one where the Celtic fans will be buoyant. Um, it's not as if like you know we are going to Ibrox and they've got nothing to play for. They're they're all doom and gloom at the moment. Where Celtic are are buoyant, you know they'll be wanting to put on a show, um, hopefully. And um, it's as if it's as if the, we, we've moaned about the split for years. It's, it's as if the split was made for uh, you know. Well, like it, this. it is interesting. Yeah, the split's a fucking disgrace. <laughs> the, the split is a disgrace. I'm not if a fan. If you want to have an actual conversation about how tin pot that makes our fucking league look, we can have that conversation. The split's dreadful. It is the worst idea that anyone ever had, and how it's lasted this long summed up how bad it's our fucking game is. The split is atrocious, and it has to go. Everyone has something to play for in the top six. I don't Everyone give a has shit. something to play it's for. It's entertaining. You end up in a situation where you don't even get the same amount of games against the same fucking teams. It is so no, tin pot. I understand it's that, be- but from a, from a point nah, of view... Nah, nah, fuck your point back. of view. I'm take not taking step any back. step back, Ross. I actually it's think, shite. I actually think, Everything about it is shite. I, well, I, think every, I, th- I think a lot about it is rubbish. But what I'm saying to you is we've got four games and we've got stuff to play for. That's positive, isn't it? I mean, we could have four games and something to play for. for the first time, for the first minute. time in ages, to be fair, and it's funny because I always remember him like moaning. I think last season, so like, you always get the fucking split. I've got nothing to play for. Eh? The season's always over by fucking the start of May. Yeah, for the for once, actually, I'm like, yeah, I wish it was over. Actually, I wish it was clear on third now. And I could no longer. I mean, if you want to have that conversation, I think that's a different a different thing altogether. The time to have that conversation was two years ago when we tried to get leak reconstruction through, and this entire country shit itself. But um different argument for a different day i know but i think i think i think now though it's um it does set it up nicely particularly i think with a kind of three um sort of three teams going for europe it is an interesting one because there's not a league there's not a league title uh title race really uh the relegation one's interesting as well at the other end but but certainly i I mean i think the way that we kind of broadcast our our game up here unfortunately they're not making uh, enough about it really um, in terms of um, 
Well, it is quite pure because you know you've got you have the final day, right? You've obviously got Celtic playing Aberdeen will be on Sky. Yeah. Our game's unlikely to be broadcast anywhere due to the rules. I know. Yeah, and it is. Um, you've you've got you know box office. You've got potential box office goals going in at Tynecastle, goals potentially going in at Parkhead, and then yeah, it's not getting broadcast properly. You're right. I know. Yeah, it, it is absolutely. But even you know the I mean, who who the Hibs playing? Can them? you imagine that happening in England? Like if you think if you think of England, you look at the potential relegation because I mean obviously their 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 title their title race is over. Even in even too. the English Championship, my I mean on on Saturday there, you know I I was watching the Millwall Blackburn game, and they were they were showing you the goals for the Sunderland Preston game. You're watching them go in. I mean you've all seen that sort of screen and screen TV in the corner kind of thing. I mean I genuinely think the last time I remember that was probably like helicopter Sunday, like. And that was about 15 years ago now. I'm pretty sure Martin O'Neill was in charge, was he not? Yeah, I mean... They've, like, they, they, they've Neil Lennon was a young man. <laughs> That's how far back you're going to the last you time know, Scottish I, football. Well, I, I always remember us going to Parkhead on the last day of the season and, and obviously we drew 0-0 with Celtic and, and um, Rangers uh, won the title at Tandice. I, I remember that kind of being the last helicopter. So that was only in 2008 or something, so... Um, obviously that that kind of remember that happening, but um, yeah, I I think I think yeah the the kind of the way it's even lower down in the league though, even the relegation battle that's going to go to the final day. Yeah, you know you've got four teams potentially that could end up. I think they're missing a trick. And, and, I think and, yeah, and none of those games are being broadcast. But you know what? It's our own fault for signing such a stupid, really crappy deal. To be perfectly honest, it's with Aberdeen's you, fault because yeah, they had they the had opportunity. The they had, they had the, the, chance, the opportunity yeah. to change that voting structure, yeah. and they absolutely shat the bed. Yeah. And I'll never forgive them for that. Ever forgive uh, them for that? Milne. They yeah. are the reason that Scottish football is stuck. Well, yeah. obviously because they're, they're the delusion. Glasgow clubs. Are because they somehow thought that they, they we we Rangers going bust that they somehow thought that they were they were the new old firm. I mean, it's a disgrace that that's not spoken about more. That and the fact that um, they fucking brag about never getting relegated. Well, you got saved because of a dodgy stadium rule that's now changed. I fucking hate Aberdeen. See if they end. See if they end up third. Because of that dud that we had in charge for about six months. Couldn't they run a football team? And those idiots fee up there end up getting a European trip and we miss out. I'm going to be furious. Only took you about 30 minutes to, to mention them. To mention them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, Matt is absolutely right. I mean, it is all his fault. Market, and um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll never forgive him either. You know, I'd, I'd just about go over 2016. I'm not saying I had, but he had won twice at Hamden. I thought, okay, maybe, maybe start to forgive him, but nah, he's ruined it all i never forgave him uh, it might that might be obvious to anyone that ever listens to this podcast but when that when that ball looped over our goalkeeper's head and they the i've never forgiven him for the fucking equalizer at Tynecastle, let alone the replay honestly what an absolute diddy i mean who goes two 0 up and then redarby it loses his hearts manager should have been sacked there and then yeah, no, absolutely. Um, right, let's stop talking about uh, Robbie Nielsen. <laughs> I mean, you haven't mentioned him yet, but the well, obsession you mentioned, is... You is, mentioned is, his name. It's, it's true. It was um, he, who should, he, should, <laughs> he who should not oh, be named. That's what it was. For sake, yeah. this obsession's disgusting. <laughs> Just wait till we're pitched in Europe next season. Oh, oh. <laughs> For that one qualifying game we're going to get, because he's a big loser that cost us... Ryan Weber and Zurich. And he fucked up. He's cheating the 2-1 defeat. And I'm out. Right. <laughs> do you fancy us against St. Mirren yeah. on uh, yeah. Saturday? I do. I absolutely do. I think. Um, I think again, if Hearts approach it the right way, uh, they've got the opportunity to go out there and, and win the game. You know, two, three, 0 I really do. I think um, St. Mirren. I've seen them three times this season. 
I can't sit here and say they've particularly impressed me. I think Hearts haven't played well in any game against them. Um, I mean, obviously, there was a different manager in the, in the dugout then. Uh, the final one, obviously, being the nail in the coffin. Um, I think now, though, Nasey going there, different approach. It's probably the perfect away game. And look, we, we need to have more away wins. You know, we've not had nearly enough. We've only had, what, three all season in Barrison. Um, so we need to go there and make that number four. And uh, and go and get a result, you know, sold out away end. Um, yeah, I fancy it this weekend, I really do. And I, I think this hopefully will be the weekend that it, the momentum shifts right back towards Hearts' corner there. And I think um, with a result between Aberdeen and Hibs, a draw, hopefully that would be the ideal result. A Hearts win, as I said, momentum suddenly uh, shifts. And a Tyne Castle the following week against Aberdeen will be absolutely buoyant because what a massive game it sets up to be. So as long as Hearts do their job, though, this weekend, um, that's the main thing. And uh, I expect them to go there and, and do that. You know, St Mirren, realistically, I think that defeat against Hibs ruled out any slim opportunity of them um, getting into Europe themselves. I know they could potentially still catch Hibs finishing fifth, but I think St Mirren are just happy to be in the top six, to be honest. They're just enjoying themselves. They'll probably wait for the Rangers game in the last day of the season and see if they can pick up a famous win then. I think um, all they'll do is just sing about 1986, how they lost 5-0 that cost us a league title, and, you know, sing about hearts being junkies or something, you know, HIV capital or something, which they usually do. And that that's generally, I think, St Mirren's big day out of the weekend. I think that's what it will be. I think hearts are there to do a job, and I, I fancy them to do so. I think it's time for the players to step up and... Sure, they've got something about them this weekend. I mean, it's an absolute must-win. Um, if any of them, I, I, I do. I mean, obviously, everyone knows my opinion on the manager, but I do think that there was an element that they had to take a lot of the blame for our performances as well. I think the last, the last two games, they've they've sort of done well. I thought Easter Road was a disgrace. Actually, they had a, they had a, they had a prime opportunity. To really, sure, they had something about them. Then he's weeded a few failed. of them out, though. He's, he has. He has. He has. They failed. They failed miserably at Easter Road, and then they came into the Ross County game. It gave, it gave, really well. I think he gave a few players a chance who, um, I don't know if Showed maybe... Showed their true colours. Aye, aye. He, he seen quite quickly that, that obviously uh, a few of them just got found out and, and weren't really worth playing ever again. No, but it is. It's time for them all to step up. I mean, this, this is their opportunity. You can go out to St Mirren. We know now, having seen the last two games under Naismith, that he's going to set them up in a positive way. He's going to go there. He's going to try and get the win. We know that. You can almost... I mean, I could probably name you the team. It'll be unchanged. Unless anyone's injured, it'll be an unchanged team. Yeah, I think so. I so think probably obviously, could. Cochrane will be out because he'll be suspended. But You never know. So, he might throw a, a, a so wee curveball in there. Will come in. It'll, be a, it'll be basically a flat 4-4-2 the way we've been playing. Shanklin dropping off and we'll go for it. And it's time. They've got to go there. They've got to perform, and they've got to show that they want this. And if they do that, and they do what they're capable of doing, I think we'll go there and get three points. But it's time for them to step up now. The pressure's entirely on them. It's entirely on the players for me. Of course it is. And it's time for them to show that they've got it, because it's now or never. Do it now or get out. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you completely. I think I think now it is a big big test for Hearts, but it is one that I expect them to to kind of go through. Really, to be honest, I, I just think that it's. It's set up for a positive hearts win, and uh, Christ, we're due one. Fuck me, man. The amount of money we've pitched over the especially the last few months has been dire. Fucking June away win. I mean, I won't be there, so you've got a great chance. Yeah, well, it's true. That is, that is absolutely true. I mean, pumped Ross County, you weren't there. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, and you're not really going to be there for a lot of the games now between now and the end of the season. I'm, are I'm you? doing so, my bit. I'm doing my bit. Um, so, yeah, stay might away. Go, and I might go to Ibrox. 
Oh no. <laughs> I want to see a famous win. Mm. I'll be in the pub, Ross. Ah, because there's on Sky, isn't it? I actually go to the pub. It's on Sky. Oh, I'll oh, oh, not be there. I'll do my bit that night as well. Save a bit of money. I'm doing this for the club. I'm doing this for the greater good. And and do you know what, Ross? If we finish third in the end, you can get the player of the year. You'll just beat the Sky Lounge to it. Yes. Ask our predictions before we finish. No Robbie Nielsen equals Hearts win. I'm going to see 2 0. Obsession is all there. Now that we've got him out, I think it's time we're going to get a nice uh, away win. And I'm going to go with also 2 0. <laughs> Thanks for that, guys. Um, it's great to see um, Robbie Nielsen still getting a mention on the podcast nearly a month after him leaving. Hopefully we get a win over St Mirren on Saturday <laughs> and continue the race for third. Until next week, goodbye. Yeah,